0: What's going on, everyone? Welcome to BitCast 77. Got a kind of special episode for you today. Bert is off traveling the world in Ireland for two weeks, actually. So Dan and I are here. We're holding down the fort. You're going to get a a two-person chat, essentially, BitCast episode. That's what we're going to go with. We'll We'll put Bert in later
1: as like a small... South of the border, of Leprechaun. Uh, le- leprechaun, well, he's got the size. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> uh, you sure you don't want to check the, the the door? Make sure he doesn't yeah, just pop in there. Yeah, he doesn't disappear. And throw gold at your face. <laughs> <laughs> uh.
0: So anyway, we're gonna talk about uh, Halloween events and games. We got some news on Jedi Fallen Order, Call of Duty, and Fortnite is back in the news. We've got a fun uh, kind of community thing some of our followers listeners etc shared some funny stories uh, and their past gaming histories we're going to share some of those and then we're going to talk about a couple reviews ukulele and the impossible layer and breakpoint and uh, just what we've been playing so why don't we kick it off with these halloween events so there's a few games that are throwing up some halloween events we talked about fight or fright in apex legends Uh, earlier today we knew that one was coming for borderlands 3 it's called bloody harvest uh, they released a trailer today. There's new uh, enemies, some new loot, some new cosmetics, and that's going to run all the way through the beginning of December, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So you have plenty of time to do that stuff. Some new legendaries they hinted at as well. And then Hitman 2, a game we haven't talked about in a while. I know you love it. Yeah. Um, I haven't played it hardly at all. I think I played like a bit of the first episode, but um, they're having a Halloween event as well. You get some special cosmetics, some special missions. They didn't go into too much detail, but that actually starts tomorrow, I believe, as we're
1: recording this on the twenty second. So yeah, I think I saw a pumpkin head costume of some sort, something like that. Yeah, yeah.
0: and a and a Batman uh, like Ooh, ninja star or something I like didn't that. See that?
1: I need to. You know what's funny? I did play that a little bit this weekend or uh, last last week, um, and it's still awesome. Um, <laughs> but they added two more missions that I hadn't got to yet, oh. and um, so I played one which took me forever to actually figure out how to do, because I like to go through and like not screw up. Yeah. Which doesn't happen very often. Um, But it took me a long time, but it was really good. It was the bank heist, I think, or bank, you know, something to do with a bank. And they have another one that released that was uh, some kind of a resort that I haven't actually tackled yet. They're big on the resorts in Hitman. Yeah. You know what? It just (laughs) seems to work. Rich people. Yeah. A lot of massages going on at Hitman <laughs> <too>. <laughs> Um but I, and I, I Bloody Harvest comes out tomorrow. Is that right? For or World Tuesday, I should say. Yeah, yeah. Tuesday
0: as you are listening okay. to this. Yeah, so yeah. which is when this episode goes up. So good timing.
1: Yeah, yeah see, um, I played a little bit of that this this week too, and just trying to find that right build and mm. you know farming legendaries and you know it's I don't just know so why. much
0: fun. Yeah, I know, I, we already a, have like 99% of everything, but right. it's still fun.
1: They did talk about also expanding the bank, possibly. Yeah, There's that, some rumors. They got to. The so, bank. yeah, they have to. I mean, you know, there's what, 300, 600, I don't know how many legendaries. <laughs> You've got 90 spots, basically. So that's not working out. Gearbox, get on the stick. Jeez, man. Um, yeah,
0: I haven't experimented with the uh, guy posted up a Zane infinite grenade build. That's we can just throw grenades endlessly, and I haven't done it yet. I just haven't been gaming too much, so something I want to experiment with. We'll get back to it. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't help that we've got uh, Outer Worlds and Modern Warfare launching in just a handful of days as well. Yeah, so that's both be games problematic. I'm, I'm super excited for. Oh, yeah. it. yeah, and then Luigi's uh, Mansion next week. Jeez, Luigi. So yeah, it's
1: fall is upon us. Yeah. You know, update about Luigi's Mansion. I have the physical edition coming. Okay. I'm not sure why I ordered that. I thought I (laughs) pre-ordered digital. Um, I did not, so... Just cancel uh, it. Yeah, I'm gonna cancel it and just. <laughs> uh, I, maybe I'll get a physical. You know, I can always have one game in my in my That'd switch. You yeah, know, that's all I need. That's
0: true. Yeah, yeah, yeah one one uh, cartridge. I'm never changing it out. I wish they did. I didn't see if anyone listening uh, sees one, but I haven't seen a steel book for Luigi's Mansion Three, and I don't have any Switch steel books yet because they're like the mini ones. I'd like to have a couple just to throw up, um, but I'd like to get one for Luigi's Mansion. I did see if you are listening and you're a Pokemon fan, Target has an exclusive. Sword and Shield double pack with an exclusive steel book. I saw that. Which yeah. is gonna be probably really sought after. Yep. So if you're uh one of those guys who collects or loves Pokemon, head to Target. Probably buy that as soon as you can. Yep. Anyway, uh so speaking of Call of Duty, um they revealed their progression system, which uh is pretty interesting actually. It's got actually got me excited. So what this is is you're going to level up 1 to 55, as you always do in every Call of Duty, right? And then, as everyone knows, you kind of prestige. And then you reset everything, you start over, you get a fancy emblem, blah, blah, blah. You get a permanent unlock, etc. This is going to be completely different. So you're going to go 1 to 55 in, in uh, Modern Warfare. And then you're going to unlock Officer Ranks. And Officer Ranks are going to have their own progression system, similar to like almost like a Battle Pass style, where as you complete objectives and do other things, you unlock... Um, various things through that officer rank, and you can rank up through the officer ranks. And then in parallel to that, all the guns have individual ranks again as well, and the guns have over a hundred camos and up to fifty attachments per gun that you could unlock as well. Yep. So the unlock system sounds pretty crazy. They did say uh, you know all the post-launch content is free. They are going to have something that rep, uh, is similar to a battle pass with a premium line so kind of like probably pubg apex etc you can earn un- locks for free but then it's going to be additional unlocks you can get if you do the paid kind of season and it's going to be done in seasons just like pubg apex probably fortnite all those so Man. kind of an interesting approach i <clears throat> i'm excited about it because i like these systems better because there's cross play all your post launch dlc's free everyone gets the maps at the same time Everyone gets all this stuff to me that's meaningful, like maps and other stuff for free. If you want to spend money on extra cosmetics, go for it. Mm-hmm. That doesn't impact anyone else's game. Right. That's why I like
1: it. Yeah, I'm, they don't. It, guns aren't leveled, right? As far as like, like if I decide not to prestige, mm-hmm. I don't have to worry about being destroyed by an AK forty seven.
0: According to what they wrote, when you go to officer in this right. one, you nothing resets. It's okay. different from the prior ones where, like, you have to do everything over again.
1: Oh, okay. I gotcha. Yeah, I'm, I remember playing Modern Warfare and I never Prestige. I could have. Well,
0: a lot of people just had a 55 just, with, I just with the five 55. stars. Yep, that's yeah. it.
1: That was me. That was me because I had nothing to show.
0: Well, and back then, in the original Modern Warfare 1 and 2, um, you didn't get anything it literally reset everything whereas the more com- the new ones like black ops and infinite warfare and whatnot they give you like a uh, permanent unlock token so like if there's a gun you unlocked at level like 50 you really like when you prestige you can still have that gun yeah and i need all
1: the stuff. help i can get so um, <laughs> i'll be sticking with whatever i get it's going to be one of those things where everybody else is going to be like prestige level 800 and i will be at one <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, That's why it sounds good because it sounds like you can continue
0: to progress without really kind of just throwing away what you've already done. Yeah. Um, so I like it. I'm
1: excited for it. Um, sounds cool, man. Campaign on top of it. Yeah, that's you know, the mean, key, man. Let's go. That's what I want. Yeah. That's, it's one of those things where like outer worlds comes out at the same time. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I got to play through the Call of Duty campaign first because it's probably gonna take me way less time. I'm guessing you way less than ten hours, maybe. Yeah that's fine because Outer Worlds I might spend days on and that's not even being, that's being literal. Yeah. So
0: it's funny. I was listening to an interview with a couple of the designers of Outer Worlds and, um, you know, it's almost a good segue here. (laughs) Segue. Um, and they were saying how the player creation suite at the beginning is very in depth, which I love hearing. Mm -hmm. I love playing around with player creators. Um, And then they said the game, though, is, uh, you know, anywhere from like a 20 to 40 hour non-open world game. It's a crafted, I tweeted about this today, it's like a finely crafted experience that can be played in a ton of different ways. That one designer said he's actually on his 16th playthrough, um, just experimenting with like being a a thief who's good at diplomacy and then being an all-out assault guy. And they, they really focused apparently on... Making the choices meaningful, so it's not like no matter what you do, the same thing happens, the same conversations. Like you can actually play through where it's a very different playthrough, but because of that, it's a smaller, tighter game,
1: shorter yeah. game. I think that sounds awesome. Yeah, that sounds great. So because yeah, that that's multiple playthroughs for sure. Yeah, I mean, I don't even know how many times I played through like Fallout New Vegas. Well, I know I did it three or four times. Yeah, you know, so yeah. Bring it on! (laughs) You used it up early.
0: Um, Both of those games unlock Thursday night, by the way. Um, In fact, if you're playing Outer Worlds on PC, uh, including Game Pass PC, it unlocks even earlier. I don't really know why, but it's something like 6 p.m. on uh, um, Thursday. Uh, I think it's 9 p.m. for Xbox and PS4 and normal Game Pass. So anyway, double check that. I think we have it on our site. Um, But yeah, there's some uh, special unlock times there. So, Jedi Fallen Order. We talked a little bit last week about this with Death Stranding. We kind of placed our bets, and I'm feeling better about my bet after this last week has occurred. I don't remember my bet because I've slipped. So, I, th- I think...
1: Uh, <laughs> I forget most everything.
0: I want to say you went 89 on Death Stranding and 84 or 2 on Jedi. Right. Yep. Something like that. So, mm-hmm. I'd said 88 for Jedi and 86 for Death Stranding. Um, regardless, the game has gone gold. It is uh, just for awareness, at least on the Xbox One. It's 43 gigabytes for the preload. A lot of previews came out about it this week, and they're calling it a really interesting mix of games. So they're saying the gameplay is kind of like Dark Souls or Sekiro, but easier. More like your, <laughs> more like your, uh, you know, you're having that fast combat where you can parry and block and counter, but it's it's easier to do. You're not going to die in one hit and you know get frustrated. It has dungeons that are huge and large and uh, able to be explored, similar to the older Zeldas, which sounded really interesting. Uh, non-linear exploration and even customization, including customizing your lightsaber, which is something I absolutely adored going back to Knights of the Old Republic. Yep. So uh, this, the more I hear about this game, I wasn't really excited about this game. I think we even said that last week. I-, I read these previews and kind of did a little digging, and uh, I'm pretty pumped for this game now. Yeah. This is uh, it's gonna be a nice thing because this is the last game of the year. I think I'm really, later in, in November, the last
1: game. I'm really pumped for. Yeah, I'm. This this is gonna be. I will hopefully I've out of world finish three times by then, <laughs> um, and then Luigi's Mansion <laughs> at least once. Um, but I, like right now, as we're recording this, the new trailer drops for Star Wars on Monday Night Football. So we're gonna hurry through this because I just remembered that and I have gotta watch it. Oh, for the movie! For, for the movie, That's right? right? So like, I'm a huge Star Wars nut. I love it. Uh, yeah, everything about it. Um, I will probably watch that. I gotta order my tickets as soon as we're done here. Uh, it's gonna be good. Yeah, it's gonna be good. I think it's gonna I'm, be I'm really hoping good. it's gonna be really good. I hope this game is really good. The only thing that concerns me is it's not the combat. It's it's. The character, I don't know why, <laughs> yeah. now every time I see him, I'm just like, I kind of want to punch this guy he, in the face. He just he seems like,
0: dorky, but in a annoying way. Yes, there's there's good right. dorky where he's like geeky. There's he's feels
1: dorky in an annoying way. Right. He was on Gotham. He's on Shameless, I think. Um, oh, his and, voice, you mean? No, him. He he plays like whatever his name is. He 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 plays uh, the Joker in the Gotham series on Fox. Or did before it ended, <laughs> right? And then he also played. Uh, he played on Shameless. I think it was a show he played on Showtime. We're talking about
0: the main character. The main
1: right? character. Yeah. So his his, he, is... his yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. He was the Joker man. Oh, I didn't know that. See how uh, much I pay attention. Some kind of Moynihan. He's one of the Moynihans, maybe. I don't know. signs <laughs> <He> starts... <laughs> Anyway. <laughs> I I look at him and I kind of, you know, he's got a very punchable face. But, (laughs) you know, I can look past that if the story is good. That's the biggest thing for me. I want some good lore. I want some (laughs) stuff I can explore and kind of get into it. You know, I want this, you know, not just to be a throw-in piece, you know, bridge something. You know, it's supposed to take place, you know, between the last Jedi and
0: and,
1: uh, End of Jedi. No, it's the first one. It's the third movie whatever that was, Re- Revenge of the Sith or whatever.
0: Oh, I thought and it was the after first Jedi. Movie. It
1: was right after Order 66.
0: Oh, um, was, I'm screwing everything up tonight, guys. Sorry. God. Amateur hour.
1: <laughs> anyway. I'm not the Star Wars guru. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, and then, you know, so I want something median there, see what happens. So I, that's
0: interesting. I didn't, so it's before the, A New Hope. Then. Yeah, it's before A New Hope. Oh, yeah. so, okay. All
1: right. That's actually, and I could be completely wrong here, but I'm ninety nine. You know what sure I might what be it.
0: mixing up? Because wasn't Battlefront Two's campaign yes, it was. after Jedi? Yes. Okay. Maybe that's what I'm mixing up.
1: Yeah, because you were you actually were part of that Battle of Endor because the Death Star was
0: destroyed. Yeah.
1: Yes. Yes. Spoiler. <laughs> Spoiler. <laughs> Thirty years later. Yeah. Just so you know. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Oh boy. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm excited. So now. when's the, what's the release date for the movie? It's sometime in December. Um, 17, 12, Oh, it's late 11, then. Okay, all right. Yeah, my- <laughs> I have no clue. All I know is I'm going to be buying tickets here in about 20 minutes. I wait to see it. So my mom comes out.
0: We're off topic. My mom comes out for Christmas, so she always wants to see it. So we'll go see it on the big nice.
1: IMAX or whatever when uh when she comes heated out. recliners. I'm That's telling right. you. That's where I'm going. I'm telling you. 4D, though, man. It might be even better. In Star Wars, 4D. it might be worth it. Yep. Yeah. Like a Jedi spit in on my face. We went and saw
0: Joker last week, and I uh, took these guys to the new uh, theater with
1: the heated power recliners who've yes i it's almost fell asleep but that is not a indicative of what kind of movie it no, was it's great yeah um but it was very very comfortable so. <laughs> all right speaking of comfortable
0: i don't know how that transitions at all segway Fortnite chapter two is here we talked uh, when we recorded last week i think the black hole event was actually happening yeah. like as we were recording right so chapter two is here Um, everything I've heard about this, I don't follow Fortnite a lot, to be honest with you nowadays. Um, but everything I hear from the people who still play it has been positive. Yeah. Everything is like, this is the refresh that Fortnite truly needed. Um, people are really diving back in. I haven't looked at any player count statistics, but I'm guessing that it's really brought a lot of people back in. So you were saying that your kids are coming back in full
1: force, right? They kind of left it there for a little while, probably before last season. And then this happened as soon as it happened. Now they're on my gaming PC and just playing it all the time. Uh, It's just crazy. Um, They haven't asked for the battle pass yet. I'm waiting for that moment. It's coming. I don't know when, but it seems like, you know, from what I've seen of it, um, whole new map. You have to go out, you have to discover every area until before it actually appears on your map. Oh, like it all show up as question marks. Which probably wouldn't take very long for guys to play it every day. Um, for me, I'd have like three places open by the end of the season, <laughs> um, but it looks really good. I mean, it looks like Fortnite. Um, looks like they added, you know, some little things. They added fishing. They added, uh, you can now instead of running across the water up to like your knees, you actually swim through the water. Okay. They added boats. That's better for a shooter. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And you know, they added uh, a fish that you can catch. Apparently, I just saw some little it's Like bits during
0: Battle Royale, you're fishing? Yeah, you
1: can fish for weapons. <laughs> right. You can also fish for a fish that is apparently super, super powerful uh, and is a weapon. So it's like a risk, risk like versus like reward. Yeah, it's like a golden Pokemon fish is what it looks like to me. But
0: So let me ask a question of you. If you don't know, maybe the listeners can tell me and I can just ask on Twitter or something. But the thing that, in terms of Battle Royale, the thing that annoyed me with Fortnite was the building. Because oh, yeah. I was an alpha player. I played Fortnite like years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and I played Save the World a lot early on with the building, and for that, it's cool, right? It's like tower defense almost. Right. But the Battle Royale portion, like, I just want to shoot and play. Like, when I shoot at someone and they build a wall, it drives me bonkers. Yeah. Do they have a mode where you can do it without the building?
1: Not that I know of. And it's, I mean, they, I'm sure they have some kind of mode, you know, or maybe it's like a limited time event. I don't know for sure. but I wish they would do that. It's so annoying. Like, I, I sit there and I watch, actually I watch Ninja play for, on Twitter, he had a clip. And I just watched him or this other guy he was facing constantly build, yeah. destroy. When you watch those
0: high-level players, Oh, you know, my nuts. gosh.
1: It's nuts. They will yeah. build stuff and, like, you know, just build a wall. And all of a sudden, there's a hole in the wall that they put in there. I don't even know when it happened. <laughs> I mean, how many, how many fingers do you need to have to do all this stuff, man? It's crazy. Yeah. You know, I, I just can't. Yeah, you know. And, yeah, because that takes away any chance that I had, <laughs> even as low as that was. You know, it, it's not happening for me. No. Yeah oh well screw you building <laughs>
0: yeah, i guess it, they probably couldn't do a mode without her right because if it suddenly became more popular than the building mode they'd be like oh crap what do we do now Yep. split that player base so anyway all right so let us know if you're enjoying Fortnite chapter two like we said everything we're hearing is positive so last piece i want to update you guys on just in case you're not aware is a couple delays so I know, uh, like, Nick and a few people we talked to have been really looking forward to this. is Vampire Masquerades Bloodlines 2. Yeah, man. Uh, supposed to be out in the first quarter of 2020. They've even they've delayed it already, saying it's not going to hit first quarter. It'll be out later in 2020. Uh, obviously, they're saying just for quality's sake, which is fine. Nothing wrong with that. Besides, we don't need any games no. in the first quarter. We're good. Leave it alone. We're good. Um, and then Fallout 76 for the uh, nine of you still playing this game. Um, Wasteland, <laughs> maybe eight <laughs> down to eight, down to seven yeah. before we're done recording. Um, Wastelanders, which is kind of hilarious because if you're not familiar with what this is, Wastelanders is the biggest expansion yet for Fallout 76 where they're adding NPCs into the game. You mean the stuff that should have been there in the first place the whole thing yeah. that Bethesda said we purposely didn't put NPCs in this game because we want everyone in the world to be a living person yeah that's what fall of 76 was
1: and there were some cool instances where like people would like open shops and stuff yeah yeah, yeah. that was really cool the plan was cool yes it wasn't executed well. executed like garbage <laughs> All right. I mean, I played that game after level five, which is the level that you open up people being able to shoot you. I was in the beta for it. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. I
0: played thing. it a little bit and I was like, this is not good. No. Not good. No, no, no. I haven't gone back. It's been a year. Yeah. I haven't gone back to it. I'm, I'm going to wait till this releases. This That's is sometime call. in uh, first quarter 2020. It was supposed to be this fall. Um, and I'm going to give it a shot. I'm probably not going to do that in the first quarter yeah. or within two months of Cyberpunk releasing, It'll but maybe sometime 2022, next 2022
1: by the time we try it out again.
0: By, you know. Maybe August of next year when everything goes dead just before yeah. Scarlet and PS4. We'll, we'll go back to Anthem
1: yes. and Fallout 76 and we'll see how they stack up. It'll be Fallout 77 by then and <laughs> they will add the new NPCs much, much later. It'll be Fallout
0: 77 and not Anthem, but Eulogy. Yeah, yeah that's,
1: gonna be, <laughs> that's What right uh,
0: what, what, what ha- I I was going to do this as an article, believe it or not, but what would you consider the worst launch of the two
1: between the two of them
0: because both of them were huge studios hugely anticipated huge uh co-op experiences they were supposed to be and both of them fell completely flat on their face
1: it's hard to tell man because it it, i would say fallout only because anthem had some kind of potential there you know it had it had Gameplay's good. Gameplay, yeah, yeah, it was all it was all good. It just was lacking content. Yeah, you know, Wastelanders was or not Wastelanders, but Fallout seventy six just had nothing. You know, you'd go in there and then you would collect eight thousand pieces of metal, and then you can maybe fix your finger armor. <laughs> you know, and, and that was it. You know, and you, you did stuff in there. It was just so broken and buggy, and then and you're just devoid of a lot of stuff and, but people had fun with it yeah there's still people
0: and, that had fun with it yeah
1: and that's cool but it's just it just wasn't if you because you're especially you were expecting like a Fallout that's know, I like think 4. that's that's
0: the thing is the Fallout IP
1: yeah you know right and then with Anthem you, you had the, the devs behind amazing games like Dragon Age and Mass Effect so I think that also you know you're like well these guys know what they're doing they got it sounds like you know held back with different part, you know problems with the engine not used to running that you know whatever it is, the frostbite engine that they used, you know, and just a lot of technical issues, uh, a lot of studio issues, yeah. it sounded like, you know, so it, it kind of, two different demons here, you know, so, I don't know, man, it, I, they both flopped, and it <laughs> stinks, but, I, I, but Anthem was actually, it was one of the best-selling games, you know, it's for the fifth th- best-selling this year. This year, still, yeah, right? still, yeah. Well, and... I, and, and-
0: Man, you still put a ton of time into it. I have like 80 hours. I've that. got more than that. Yeah, you've got yeah. over 100, I think, which is kind of crazy. But yeah. it was fun to play. Yeah, for sure. Um, but we're not going to talk about
1: it. We said we're not going to talk about it until there's a meaningful update. Yeah, Vampire, I played Bloodline, or the first one. Yeah. And it was really, really good. I've, I've heard. I haven't played it. You know, and so this one I'm looking forward to also. Little known fact about Dan, I played <laughs> uh, Vampire the Masquerade LARP. Dropping the bombs! Okay, I didn't, like, dress up. All right? <laughs> if, you, if you're listening, you can't see my face Don't. right now. It's very wide-eyed. <laughs> so, so, back in college, I met some people. This okay. is a fun story. This is probably, you know, leads into our, our next... Uh, segment? Segment, kind of. And LARPing is a kind of gaming. But anyway. So, we would go out over to their house. Yeah. <laughs> very debatable. All right? And they would, like, do D&D stuff. Yeah. Right? right. And then they had the Gateway they, drug. Right. <laughs> that's what it was. And we also uh painted like a forty K, you know, Warhammer, Warhammer stuff, yeah. you know, miniatures and yeah, stuff. That's like. cool. I had a bunch of those things. I had a whole army of whatever. But they started getting me into like uh there was a Star Wars role-playing game where okay. you basically would create a character and then you had the dungeon master or whatever, and he would do all that stuff. Well then they started going over to Vampire. Okay. There's so much and I really got into like the stories and stuff and the, the, the lore behind it but it started getting really really weird when one of my friends uh, slept with another one of my friends in character but she was married to one of the other guys oh playing. geez there we go it was fantastic it was, he came home uh, with the, and uh, walked in and found them Uh, engaged in uh, vampire coitus (laughs) and uh, he was eating a sandwich. He said, hey, don't let me bother you guys. And then continued to eat a sandwich like a boss. And then they, you know, they freaked out, obviously. But he was like cool as heck. You know, he was like, he knew what was going on. He'd walk in with like neck bites and stuff on it. It it got out of control. Got out of control. They got too into character. It, It was nuts. All right. But this is where like my initial interest in the game came from. So I'm still really kind of into the lore. I don't follow it as much as I used to, obviously, or at all, because I'm 43. But that doesn't really matter. (laughs) (laughs) But I I really do want to see what Bloodlines 2 has to offer. Um, I I hope this delay is to add in the side
0: mission Rodriguez story so that you can play through this scenario.
1: Yep. Shout out to Mike, Felicia, and Brian. Um, I won't say who's who, <laughs> but uh, two Those of them are were, common names. Yeah, two, you're good. two of them were married, and now <laughs> two of the other one now they're now they're married to the other person. So, oh wow, you know, okay,
0: stuff happens. Right. Sometimes you. I was going to make a comment that probably wasn't appropriate. We'll move on.
1: Yep.
0: <laughs> well, that was that was a good one. Um, okay. I don't See think you guys. I don't think that segues. But no, it doesn't we'll move really segue. So, uh, seeing as we don't, never no, we're not going to do name that game this week. I figured it would be funny to kind of talk to some of our listeners and some of the followers on Twitter about the funniest things. I don't know. That might have just started us off right there. The funniest things related to gaming that you could think from your history. And so I asked people to share. I have one to share myself. And so uh, I've got kind of a list here. We're just going to have some fun with this little segment to kind of talk about some of these things. So, yeah. shout out to Diego. Diego said, I remember renting Resident Evil from Blockbuster. Good old Blockbuster. Oh, we right. all did. It didn't come with a manual. So the whole time I played it, I kept saying, how do you block? Loved the game so much, I ended up buying it. Quickly looked at the manual only to find out. There's no block button man, in Resident
1: Evil. You couldn't get online to check it out either. Nope. No. no. My you gosh. should
0: have called your Nintendo Power Hotline. No. Nintendo would have been like, what's Resident <laughs> Evil? Oh, <laughs>
1: man.
0: My buddy Sarko. So Sarko, uh, military vet, Modern Warfare 2 release. The GameStop manager at his local GameStop asked him to kit up and show up for the launch. So, so like basically is in his gear? full military gear. Oh yeah, And gosh. Sarko doesn't play around. No, so, I played with them. He said the Hooters girls fell through who were supposed to show up. The rest of the he Army did, guys never did. showed up. So he said, I ended up being fully kitted up, up, looking like an asshat, because he was the only one that showed up for this launch standing there. Perfect. So he said, luckily, he was in his uh, legit deployment kit, which included face cover, so there was no proof it was him. But So he stood at a, a midnight launch of Modern Warfare 2 in a fully official
1: deployment kit. Well, good for by him. By you know, thank you for your service, Sarko. Love you, buddy. Um, <laughs> and also, thank you for your service to GameStop. <laughs> um, dang, man. That's pretty crazy. That's nuts. So, uh, did, uh, he get, did he get a free game? We I didn't him. ask him. I'll no, ask him. I got something for free. Jeez. <laughs> so,
0: agoraphobic gamer. He said, when the Nintendo first came out, my mom and a friend kept taking turns. He's British, in case you couldn't tell, my mom. mom. And a friend kept, kept taking turns playing each level and thinking that pressing the jump button while literally moving the controller in real life dictated the direction Mario jumped. So basically, they were sitting there, hitting the button and shaking the controller up and down. That was everybody, man.
1: I did that, too, when it first started. You are like, go! Go!
0: Because <laughs> it was just so different from anything right, else. Yeah. yeah. It
1: was so... You know, eventually, you know, as you play, you start realizing I'm an idiot. Not you, Agrifora Gamer, <laughs> myself. I'm like, because then I would watch, like, my friends come over yeah, and they would do the same thing. They'd just be like, oh, what is happening? We're all yeah, so this is, yeah, this is not happening. We're all, we've all been there, buddy. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's, okay. that's what led to the week. That could, yeah. There you go. That's it. Now you got Joy Cons. It's <laughs> a good one.
0: So, Gaming Dad. Says, "Uh, Halo 3, the squad and I looking to play some shoddy snipers. Shout out to shoddy snipers. No multiplayer game ever has topped that mode. Uh, both get, he and I agree, so if you disagree, you can stop listening.
1: Yeah. Um, Here's where I get kicked off the show. <laughs> Do
0: you what? know what shoddy snipers is? I'm
1: assuming it's a shotgun-sniper match?
0: That's it. Okay. Yeah, it's best of 50. You get two weapons only, shotguns and snipers. So basically... That was actually official mode? It's been a Halo mode ever since. Wow. Um, so what's neat about it, right, is you think about a big map... And if you if you're good at sniping, you're good yeah. at sniping. If you're not good at sniping, you basically try to creep around and you can shotgun people up close. Because if you get up close to someone with a sniper, they're not yeah. going to be able to really shoot you well. Right. So what if you're not good at either? Um, don't yeah. play Halo. Yeah, that's yeah. probably me. Or play against me. Well, yeah. your choice. <laughs> so anyway, uh, they were playing shoddy snipers. Him and his friends. This is member before party chat. Most people don't remember that party chat was not a thing that was okay. uh, originally. So. Long they joined time. a lobby, which was open mic at the time, only to hear a guy with a strong Scottish accent say, yeah, and that's when she gave me syphilis, which was nice.
1: <laughs>
0: I can't do a Scottish accent. It would be funnier if we could do that. but
1: No, that's yeah. hilarious. I mean, remember <laughs> when
0: it was just game chat, the things you would hear? Yeah, it's crazy, man. Because you couldn't even mute people all the time in most games. you yeah.
1: just have to hear whatever you heard. Yeah, But we've all been there, right? Just like, you know. Syphilis? Moving, yeah, syphilis. Syphilis. <laughs> Right? Um, no. Uh, leave some comments. <laughs> <laughs> if you had syphilis. Yeah, if you had syphilis. No, don't do that because that's probably some kind of confidentiality thing. Yeah, you probably don't want to do that. And I don't want to know. Um, <laughs> so our
0: buddy Cloud, shout out to Cloud, he said, as kids, my brother and I snuck into our parents' closet to see what we got for Christmas. We found a Nintendo 64, figured we could get off pulling off the unboxing and playing it before Mom and Dad got home. Well, we put Zelda in... Turn it on, only to find out that their dad had already started the game and near finished it already. That's hilarious. You know what? Did you do something like that? Yeah, that's where mine was. So I I told him that mine's very similar, except for my mom didn't game. But when Genesis (laughs) came out, um, I found Genesis in the closet, and my mom would work late. She was a hairdresser, and um, I decided that I think I could unhook or unbox the Genesis, hook it up, play it with Ghouls and Ghosts and Altered Beast. And uh, put it back before she came home. And it worked the first night. So we did that for like weeks before Christmas. So by the time Christmas came around, I had already beaten both games. And I opened it. And she was like, oh, you've beat these so quickly. Uh, But I have been playing them for weeks already. And I think I mentioned before, I still haven't told her that. I'm 41 years old. She still doesn't know. Christmas Christmas is coming, But Yeah, yeah, she's coming out. Maybe I'll tell her this year. We'll see. Probably not. Yeah. (laughs) uh, A couple others real quick. So Blaine Smith, he said, as a young, he's got two, which is funny. And both of them are good. So as a young lad, I spent several hours deleting stuff off of my computer just to play Black and White. You remember Black and oh, White yeah. from Peter Molyneux? Peter Molyneux. Yeah. Just right. to play Black and White because the system said I didn't have enough RAM. Hey man, you know what? That was an
1: awesome game. That was an <laughs> awesome game because you played God at that. You know, that was like that one they they it up. Yeah. It was
0: like the new remember Populous? Yeah. We young? Yeah. It was awesome, man. Didn't have enough RAM, so he's trying to delete games. Oh yeah, that's not gonna yeah. that's not gonna do it. He also said, and I found this one kind of funny, he said he was at a PS4 launch event in the UK, and he got interviewed suddenly on camera for the launch event, and someone asked him what his favorite PlayStation game was. He said he totally froze, and the first thing that blurted out was Digimon. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> do, they, do they keep that in there, or did they edit that out?
0: Um, they, that's a great question. Oh, I'm going to assume they edited that one out. That's
1: hilarious.
0: Digimon. I. You could probably ask me what my top 1,000 games are, and I don't think
1: Digimon would ever come out of my No. Mind. I mean, yeah, I mean, I thought it was just like Pokemon, but like for poor people. <laughs> no, i just joking. I love poor people. <laughs> I've been poor. <laughs> I've been there. We all have. No, I, I mean, I, isn't that what that is? I'm not for poor people, obviously. That's just a joke. But you mean like, a poor man's version of Pokemon. I don't version. know what Digimon is. That sounds way better than what I said. Probably, poor yes. So it's
0: all in how you phrase things. <laughs> yep. Come back later, and I'll have this all set, guys. And then uh, Lady LC has a funny one here. She said she was at EGX in 2015, and she said she turned off roughly five different Xbox One consoles with her chest. So for those unfamiliar with the launch Xbox Ones, before the S came out, there was a motion-sensitive power button. Remember, you didn't have to actually push it. You could just run your finger over it, right? So, she said that she is a short girl, and that she was standing and kind of leaning into the the, uh, stations to play, kind of like this. Oh, my gosh. And that, accidentally, she was turning off the Xboxes with her chest, and she didn't figure it out until about the fifth one.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. Oh! That's a good one. one. People at EGX were
0: like, what What are we doing here?
1: Man, that... So many things I want to say right now. (laughs) Uh, You've won... Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. That is fantastic.
0: We've got one more, which I thought was cool, because uh, I think this probably happened to to multiple people, but Cryptor69 says, uh, I called in sick to work when StarCraft2 came out. StarCraft2, huge launch Mm -hmm. in Blizzard. He said he logged in at midnight and realized that the owner of his company was online too. He said we ended up playing the crap out of it for two days straight, both sick, and they became good friends afterwards. That's awesome. That's fantastic. Yeah.
1: Fantastic gaming, bringing people together, not getting fired—fantastic. <laughs> oh. So good stories, guys. Thanks
0: everyone who responded and shared. Obviously, there were like I got like thirty responses. I only picked out some. So um, Jeez, you know, man. we don't have like forty minutes to go through all of them. But that, uh, was, that was cool. Some good stories. Yeah. Anything? You yours. Your response was simple. You said you played Anthem. Yeah, I played
1: Anthem. Yeah, yeah you paid full was... price for the uh, Legion of Dawn edition. If and, I yeah, and also you know bought some. Anthem coins, so, <laughs> ha, 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 that was hilarious, $100 later, you know, if I, the only one I could, you know, because you asked me this, and I was just like, man, you know, I've thrown so many controllers in my lifetime, now, this is, you know, 10 years ago, when I was angry, Dan, and just tossed up, one of my buddies, I was at his place, and he tossed one so hard, it's stuck in the wall, you know, and you can do the math, you know, it's about 16 inch studs, so, I mean, it's probably like, he probably had like a 50% chance of that happening, as far as, as hard as, you, maybe less, it just stuck. It was a sixty. It was it was a 64? Yeah. Like a ninja star. <laughs> and that thing stuck in there. Straight through the drywall? Right through the drywall. And I was nice. like, man, that's awesome. Controller was fine. A little crusty. Really? Yeah. The only other one I could think of was, and this <laughs> I'm not sure how gaming related this is, but back in the day <laughs> of my LARPing, um, mm-hmm. one of my other friends uh, used to play EverQuest all the time. Okay. They'd try to get me into it. Yeah. The only problem was, He would play EverQuest in his draws, like, and that's it. He would be sitting there at his computer in his underwear, like boxers. Right. So like the stereotypical what you would think. Yes. Like, yeah. Yeah. And he was, you know, it wasn't like huge, but he was was (laughs) there, you know, and he, every time he'd get get excited, he'd get up and do this pelvic thrusting. (laughs) All right. And like one time I was sitting there behind him, he turns around and he's right there and it's just. Doing one of these things. I'm like, oh my god! <laughs> it was the most horrific thing I've ever seen. I never ended up playing EverQuest because of this thing. Well, you live with him? No. This is over in his place. Oh, just hanging like, out. Oh, hey, okay. check this out, man. Okay. That's, he did that's something e- cool. That's even odder. Yeah. So your friend comes over to play games and you're sitting there in your underwear? Right. No, like that's... in his room. Like we weren't even like out in the living room. No, like, no. like, come, come over okay, and check yeah. this out. I wouldn't even be coming over. Yeah, it was, it was bad news. I'm good. It was bad news. We're not going to do that on the cast. Stuff almost hit them. me in the face. Not good. It'll change your life, boys.
0: <laughs> mm. Alright, so uh, let's talk about what we're currently playing, and then we'll talk about uh, Ghost Recon Breakpoint. You did the review for, and I just put up the review today, actually, as we record of Ukulele and the possible Lair. So, um, nice. Uh, mine's quick. I've been playing that. Yeah,
1: <laughs> That's all I played the past played, several days. So. I played Breakpoint and uh, The Return of the Oberdin, Which I'm really interested in. Which is really, really good. I bought it for two systems. Makes sense. Yep. Uh, just in case I want to take it with me. Cause it's one of those games when I bought it, I bought it for the Xbox originally. I played about an hour. Okay. It's like, I, I can't, it's like a murder mystery. It's like a detective game. Cause right. you're a uh, insurance. Yes. But it's from a different yeah. perspective. Yeah. So you, you're kind of figuring out everything as you go along, you know, you got to, you know, you see a dead body, you whip out your watch or whatever, and you try to replay yeah. stuff and you try to find how this, it's almost like clue, you know, but you've got to go through several different places, or different, different people. And you basically fill in the book, fill in the logbook nice. as you go. There's okay. 60, I think, different people that were on this boat. 60? 60. Wow. Yeah, it's going to take me a while. <laughs> but I got it for the Xbox. I was like, you know what? This game would be awesome to take with me you know, um, yeah. with the Switch because, you know, it's not graphically demanding. Um, is where xCloud would have came in handy. would have been great. I if I would have gotten the preview program, <laughs> you know, I would have had this problem. <laughs> but, no, anyway. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I could just take it with me, you know, the 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 writing's a little bit smaller, like the you know, the text is a little bit sure. hard to read sometimes, but you know, it's one of those games that is kind of suited for the Switch. Yeah. You know, or if, if there are it's some not graphically
0: intensive. Right. You don't need like intense focus or
1: Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you can kind of play as you you know as you want. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. Kind of just make your way excuse me. It's really, really good. Um short of that, I think uh like at Breakpoint and then a little bit of Borderlands and jump back on CFs for like a minute. Um <laughs> But I'm, I'm done with that game for a little while. What is which is next sad. For that? I haven't seen an update on that so one in a while. So they just released the new. Uh, I can't remember what it's called exactly. It's some kind of deal where you're. Uh, they, you have to like die a certain amount of ways, and you have the There's one island. They took it. They turned a one fort okay. into like this huge ghost fort, which oh. is you know I guess we could have talked about earlier, but, um, and you have to light all these torches a different way, which is easy for like five of them but that sixth one you got to get struck by lightning oh. to die and that's how you get you go to the fairy of the damned you get a certain lantern color um, I'm not sure how that's going to work wow so it, but and they've, they've got a few other things um, I'm just I got aimbotted one night over and over again on two different servers you playing crossplay? I have no choice the only thing the only way they, uh, they've they done it in an arena they still haven't done the crossplay opt out in, in the in the standard game? nope That's annoying. Not yet. Yeah. Yeah. It's super annoying. And, you know, I I can deal with getting beat by PC players. That doesn't bother me. Yeah. You know, I I can't... (laughs) We were in a storm. If it's fair. Right. Yeah. We were in a storm. I had my buddy up there on the wheel. I was behind the mast. They were behind us sideways, and they were sniping us through the mast. And, like, every shot was landing. Yeah, You know, I was like, okay, you know what? That's not... There's no way. Because we're going like this. Uh, Yeah, yeah. You know, with the aim from what I've read... You basically, they give you a, you you, you highlight whatever it is, that person, and it'll tell you exactly when to shoot for it to hit. Uh, So, maybe I'm wrong, but I think that's how it works. So, I was getting hit every time. I was like, there's no way. That's annoying. Yeah, we went to a different server, same thing happened with different players, I was like, this is crazy, man. And it sucks, because I love that game. uh, (laughs) That's one of the things that often doesn't get talked about when you talk about,
0: um, multiplayer on pc and one of the things i used to run into a lot is there are so many cheaters on pc mm-hmm. and it's so easy to do it yeah um that even with the big games where they like i know PUBG. I think we talked about it i want to say last year they they said they were banning something like six or seven thousand cheaters a day yeah at one point like because that game was huge in china and other markets where you right. know right but it's just it's very frustrating
1: yeah you know, I i can't deal with that you can go and you know i looked at the recent players they're brand new accounts of course because they've probably been banned yeah yeah yeah, exactly you know it's pretty easy to tell um so so you can tell that they're on pc just from looking at that yeah it shows you you. it shows you yeah yeah. so i mean it's fine once they figure that out and i can opt out i'll be back in full force you know i do love the game i can't say enough good things about it yeah um I, i just wish i didn't have to miss some of these events because of cheaters
0: so here's i was thinking about this the other day and we're going to kind of go off topic again but uh maybe the listeners will chime in at some point too is i was thinking the other day and i know other people have discussed it but you know there there are services online if you think about stuff facebook's a terrible example but just imagine if you had to tie your online account right to you meaning like you had to identify yourself with like a license a credit card like some real identification where your online account was tied to that, so that if you got banned, right, right, you would actually have to falsify legal documents basically to create a new account. I am all for that. I think that's <laughs> taking it probably to the extreme, yes. of course, but do it. But it would be kind of amazing just to see what the environment online would look like, especially on PC. Yeah. If you actually had to do that.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, and, you know, and a lot of people, you know, are worried, you know, and. When you get cross-play, you're going to have stuff like this happen. I understand that, and that's fine. Um, And a lot of the PC players I know are worried about cutting the player numbers down, which it will, but not, I think, to the point where it's going to be completely empty servers. I really don't think you're going to be having to worry about that so much. And if if, if that's what you're worried about, you know, fine. I understand that. But if you're just, you know, complaining, oh, it's fine. You know, there's no difference between keyboard and mouse and, and controller. There is. First of all. Second of all, um, you know, it sounds to me like you're complaining because now you won't have easy targets. You know?
0: So, <laughs> well, that's the other thing, right? You can't you can't do both. You can't cheat and then complain that no one wants to play crossplay. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So. And in most of them, I'd say ninety percent of the keyboard and mouse players are totally oh, legit sure. players. It's, it's always the few. It's just a few people I keep running into for some reason. Um, I've got a target on my back and they hate me. <laughs> on your forehead. Yeah. yeah. I mean I've met people on there where they kick my butt, and you know, then they'll message me or something, and we'll sit there and talk, even though they sunk my ship and took all my treasure, <laughs> you know. And they're like, "Hey, man, you're a good sport. You know, you're 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 fun to talk to." He's like, "Here's all your stuff back. Just come over here. We'll mm-hmm. give it." And they're giving it to me. You know, it's just it it's, is sea of thieves, right? And I'm fine <laughs> with it. You know, we didn't have anything on our boat anyway. That was the thing. They would yeah. they been super disappointed, but they cheated. <laughs> like the,
0: Bathers. I think that again we're kind of going off, but the thing about Sea of Thieves that's interesting, right? Is that there was that methodology of it, Sea of Thieves. So yes, you can yes. lose all your stuff. Mm-hmm. It, I think it would have been interesting if they did a secondary kind of progression system mm-hmm. of some sort. I don't, I don't have the answers of where even if you lost all your stuff, you still got credit for kind of the time and investment into gathering that stuff. So you couldn't like progress your core things because you didn't turn in the right. chest, but you got something else. even if your stuff was
1: stolen the only thing you would get that you do get from that is achievement progress yeah so that's really not yeah which doesn't mean much to many people no but anyway all right so let's
0: talk about breakpoint real quick yeah um we're just gonna do a quick rundown guys like we said breakpoint and ukulele reviews are on the site Breakpoint, so we, we don't review a massive number of games. Most of the games we review are games we want to review, and yeah, for right. that reason, you know our scores tend to average a little higher because they're games we think are going to be good and we want to play. Right. Breakpoint is the first game in a long time yeah. on our site that has not earned a medal. So if you're not familiar with our review system, scores 7 through 10 earn medals, bronze, silver, gold, and uh, platinum platinum's obviously ultra ultra rare equivalent to like a 10 the only actually only two games in our history have gotten it and that's Red Dead 2 and God of war. Um, you know nine sensational eight is superb uh, nine, uh, seven is uh oh God Good. I can't even remember it's no. late bronze um it's like admirable <laughs> i forget yeah it's bronze yeah. but anyway so break point uh you gave it a six i did no metal um and you said six i if i recall said it might be a little generous at yeah, times it might be um basically to sum it up from what you've told me we're talking about they took what was good about wildlands and tried to one add too many things yeah. to change it too much and they left with a product that has no identity
1: it's basically what it is. Um, you know, I think in the review, it's basically if you took all the bad, terrible parts out of... Seven it, is honorable. Yeah, honorable. Sorry. Yeah. Um, out, of, <laughs> uh, out of all the Ubisoft games, let's say it will take the worst part of Assassin's Creed, the worst part of Wildlands, the worst part of Division 2, we um, will make them worse, <laughs> and then make them all together into like a big Ubisoft sausage, you know, and the intestine is a Ghost Recon franchise. It's really, here's the thing. I loved Wildlands, loved playing it. Um, Even though I knew it was repetitive, it was still fun. And the core Wildlands is kind of there, but everything around it has been so skewed for some reason. You know, everybody was complaining about the microtransactions and stuff. That's nothing. I mean, who cares? It's all cosmetic, literally. it's it's gosh man i was so pumped for it to be good i didn't even buy it actually my son got it for me mm. so it was one of those things where it's like i'm gonna try this out we're gonna see what happens and they, they it's like they had the, the progression system of like the division two for the guns where they had like you know yellow pink yeah. and yeah, yeah. blue and all that stuff a gun at level 38 it's the same as a gun at level 147. Same damage, same yeah, stats, would, everything like that. You were like telling that. us like last week that the yeah. armor
0: is like the same. It doesn't
1: matter. Right. It just... All that matters is what <laughs> level the enemy is. Yeah. So that level 38 gun might not do as much damage. But if you hit him with a headshot, dead. Yeah. So even if you, you're, you're spraying and praying, one of those... you know, with an LMG. Oops, I shot the guy in the head. That one bullet, he's dead. You know, so it, it's it doesn't matter all that much. You could probably... If you were really really good, you could probably go in and beat the game in like thirty minutes, because um, you can go straight to the last boss if you wanted to. Really? Yeah, it's oh. one of those games where. You know, Yeah, you'd be soft, you know. It's <laughs> like Far Cry. Far Cry yeah. Four. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it, it's. That's a shame, though. They they missed yeah, a lot, a you know. And it makes me sad because I do love those kind of games, yeah. and the stealth mechanics <laughs> just gone. I mean, because you're by yourself, you don't have your 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 guys with you anymore. Um, which is, mm. to me, ghost recon. You know, you have your buddies, you have your squad, you yeah. have your AI guys. You can tell them to go here, here, and here. Remember old Rainbow Six games where you could, you know, position your guys and yep. then breach and then go in. You know, but that was always kind of the core mechanic for me. And now they're gone. You know, now you've got they've been replaced with these little drones you can throw up in the air, and you know, they can sing shot, and you only get like I think up to seven of them. Per mission, or it, something, yeah, right? yeah. Everything else, you know, the RPG mechanics are. I just don't think it all matters. And it's just, I think they could have waited maybe like another six months and maybe took some of the, you know, feedback from actual players in the beta and say, hey, there's no reason to do it like this. You know, there's no reason to have this weird gun progression system. Excuse me.
0: It Um, might've been, you know, it might've been one of those cases where it was too late. They know that they can't really delay the game because next year is almost at a loss already for it. And then you've got the new systems and you're kind of screwed. Yep. It's, it's, no. it's, yeah,
1: I don't know why they did what they did. Probably, it probably still sold well. Oh, no, right? I know it. I, I'm almost guaranteeing it. Yeah. You know? But it's, it sucks. And I don't like, you know, necessarily when I do reviews, I don't like, you know, giving low scores, but you have to be objective and oh, honest, yeah. you know, I mean, that's, that's the key, you know, and that, and that's, that's what we do at Season Gaming. We've always, you know, just be objective, you know, just because I don't like it is one thing, but objectively, it's yeah. bad. It's not a good game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Bad, bad. So how's the uh, ukulele?
0: So ukulele, yeah. This one surprised me. Um, so for history here, I was an original backer of ukulele, the first one. Uh, nice. My names are my name's actually in the credits. Get out of here. Um, which was cool. Uh, played that, liked it a lot. It wasn't up to the standard of banjo kazooie, but it, it had its spirit. Um, when they announced this one, the 2D, so this is purely 2D platforming, everyone was like, uh, how's that going to work? You know, and it, everyone, I think, or at least I assumed it was going to be kind of a small, short game. Uh, it is not. It's a very big game. It has a tremendous art style, just gorgeous game. It has an overworld. So you kind of have this overworld you play and then you jump into levels from the overworld. But the overworld itself is like a game. You explore and find stuff and there's characters and all this. And then you jump in the levels, and the levels themselves start very easy. The first couple, I was like, oh, God, they made this game for, like, six-year-olds, you know? Super easy. But then it gets, it really progresses, and they get much more complex. And there's a lot of hidden things in every level. Um, some of the levels you can replay multiple times. So, like, you'll find a level that's, like, sitting in the water, right? And you'll go in, and it'll have some water elements and all this stuff. And then you can freeze the water in the overworld, and then the level will change to a frozen yeah. version of it inside. So you jump in, and it's all different. Nice. Nice. Um, and fire, and you know, just upside down, and there's all kinds of very, very cool variations. The mechanics are really strong, it's very smooth to play. Um, <clears throat> the soundtrack is phenomenal, it's super, super good. Uh, it's just like whimsical and charming, and you start humming it as you're playing. And then, you know, I was walking around yesterday, you know, through the house, and I could humming it in my head, you know, I just trapped in my head, uh, and then. Um, there's a lot of replayability, too, because there's um, there's tonics. So there's like over 60 tonics you can find hidden throughout the world. And you find them, and you can activate them up to three at a time on a level four later in the game. And they change things in the game. Some are change the difficulty up. Some change the difficulty down. And then some just add fun stuff. So if you want to play levels in black and white, you can do it. If you want to play yes. with big head mode, you can. If you want to make it so every enemy takes double the amount of hits, you can but you get double the like quills, which are kind of like currency when you do that. And so it kind of ups or downs the difficulty. So if you're struggling, you can activate tonics, which will make the game easier. If you if you want a more challenge and you're like, I want to get like a thousand quills on this level instead of 600, so you can unlock more stuff, um, you can up the difficulty. So really neat. It's, uh, it's really, really surprised me. I did not expect it to be that good. Fantastic 2D platformer, I dare say, I'm confident in saying that, um, some of the big boys like Donkey Kong, uh, tropical freeze country, tropical freeze that mm-hmm. was on the Wii U re-release for the switch. This is a better game. Nice. Ukulele is a better game. Nice. Um, so just great. Uh, shout out to Platonic and team 17, um, for total transparency, they did provide me the review code. So we always kind of comment when the company provides it cause we don't do any paid promotions here. Um, but in all seriousness, it's a very, very good game. I think I told you guys when we talked about it first because um, I reached out to them late, so I didn't get the review code ahead of release. That's why my review is a little late. Um, <clears throat> but the reviews were coming in, and they were high. I mean, it's yeah. got like an 87 or something, Metacritic, 84, something like that. It's in the 80s. Yeah. But I was like, you know, the reviews are really good for this. And, uh, yeah, it, it earns it. I see why now. So that's yeah. it. Like yeah. 2D platformers, don't miss out on it. It's really good. I might have to get it. Yeah, because why not? And it's on. It's on Switch, PS4, PC, Xbox. It's on everything. So is it enhanced
1: for the Xbox?
0: There's no HDR. Okay. I don't know if it's enhanced in 4K. It looks like it. It looks beautiful. Yeah. I mean, it's really sharp and really colorful. Check out some of the screenshots. There's a couple screenshots I put in the review. That's directly from me playing. Um, it's gorgeous. Yeah, it's nice, really good game. Cool. So anyway, I think that's uh. mostly going to wrap us up so we got those reviews up on the site check them out um got a fresh episode of industry perspective coming this week actually talking about the impact of game pass so uh both how it's doing financially what it's doing for the industry what you can expect in the future i'll have that kind of scripted i'll be recording that this week and hopefully can get that up uh by the end of the week and, uh, like I said, Bert's away for two weeks. Yeah. So, uh, either Dan and I will be back. Well, we'll be back next week for sure, but uh, we may have a special guest next week too. Maybe. So we'll see.
1: It won't be coming out of the closet though. That <laughs> sounded weird. <laughs> yep.
0: It won't be, uh, arriving yeah, mid-frame. Gosh. Yeah, you're just putting, putting your mouth all night. I'm
1: sorry. Gosh.
0: <laughs> Maybe they will be coming out. We
1: don't
0: know. We <laughs> don't know. So, anyway, thanks as always for listening. Um, if you enjoy um, BitCast, obviously, tell your friends, tell family members, tell everyone who wants to hear it. Yep. Subscribe, like, all those things. Uh, we will see you next week.